It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. To start off this week's podcast, I have an amazing quote of many. There's so many in this week's movie. But uh, I'm going to start with one that everybody should live their life by. <laughs> one man's dream is another man's lunch. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> that is from this week's movie, episode 52 of the B-Movie Breakdown, one full year of podcasting. Woo! And what better movie to do than Hard Ticket to Hawaii, the Andy Sedaris classic... Before we get into all the Andy Sedaris and his lovely filmmaking and everything else, B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find humor and enjoyment, low-budget, less-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. This week is, is definitely under that what-the-fuck category. Each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode so you two can join in on the madness. This week was not available on Netflix, but you can find it in full on YouTube. Just type in b or. Yeah, people moving breakdown. You can find the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hard ticket to Hawaii, full movie. You can find it on YouTube. You can listen if you subscribe on iTunes on our website, bmepodcast.com, or we're available on Stitcher as well. You can reach us on our website, which I mentioned before, our email, bmbpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at bmbpodcast, and on our Facebook page, like that shit. Theme song that we've been had, we've had it for a year. Jonathan Mann, man with two N's. He does Song of Day, Song of Day Man on YouTube. He's fucking awesome. I've been following that guy forever. Check his shit out. It's good And he's stuff. double the man. He's double the man, because he's Jonathan Mann. But you can also ends. find his uh, older stuff, Game Jew stuff. That I, that's how I found the guy. Dude, his older stuff. Always enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm Corey. I'm Ryan. I'm Gina. Do you not, do you not want to say anything, or you don't know what you're going to say? There's a there's a fourth person here. <laughs> Her name's Kaylee. Just Her name's Kaylee. Give me a chance. Well, you were like shaking your head like you don't. Know, I, I don't know what to do. I was shaking my head. I was looking at you. I'm Kaylee. Hi. Kaylee is also here with us this week. A little change up, adding one extra person. Oh. You can chime in on the uh, the amazingness that was Hard Ticket to Hawaii, a movie I've seen quite a few years ago with a few friends of mine, and haven't seen it since until I bought the Girls, Guns, and G-string. G-strings collection, <laughs> the Andy Sedaris collection, for five dollars on Amazon. Twelve movies, you get Malibu Express, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Picasso Trigger, Savage Beach, Guns, Do or Die, Hard Hunted, Fit to Kill, Enemy Gold, The Dallas Connection, Day of the Warrior, and Return to Savage Beach. I kind of want to watch all of these. Now. One of them is just called Guns. <laughs> yes, <laughs> literally called Guns. They were, they were on well, a strike. You should have just called Hard Ticket to Hawaii boobs then. Yeah, definitely. Boobs. But we don't know what Guns is about. That's it's it. mostly about boobs. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm it's sure about a group of female of agents who are sent to take out boobs. South American gun runners. Wait, guns. What, what agency are they with? We never figured that out. Maybe it's we? the same agency. An international agency. crime lord stages a brutal murder in Las Vegas. To lure federal agents away from Hawaii in an attempt... <laughs> always Hawaii! In an attempt to smuggle assault weapons to drug traffickers in South America. Just just keep... Uh, the 
the, I mean, the James Bond references in this one. This one even says James never had this kind of help. Well, it has a Why very, do they just uh, want to reference James Bond so much? It has much? a very similar pinwheel backdrop. This is true. This spies. Is spies. Spies. I don't know. Spies. Oh, Eric Estrada's in Guns. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Guns and And chips. Danny Trejo. What? Early 1990 uh, Danny Trejo movie. Was he pockmarked? Yeah, I was going to say, does he have fresh, supple skin, or is it super craggy? Yeah, like, I have current no day? idea. What was his name in Spy Kids? He was the uncle, right? Machete. Was it Uncle Machete? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's where they started their character was in the Spy Kids From movies. From Spy Kids? Yeah. Remember? So that horribly violent, like, super lewd yeah. movies now, that's his character from Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. Remember when Actually, he it started in Desperado. Yeah, he was a knife-throwing assassin. Yeah, but the, he doesn't have a name, but then he's in the Spy Kids movies as Uncle Machete. He's this guy with the leather vest and uh, oh Desperado. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how that character evolved. Oh, what's... I love this. La- lethal Ladies... Lethal Ladies Return to Savage Beach. I can't wait to watch that one, too. <laughs> we have to watch Savage Beach first. Well, we you need can't to watch, watch the Return well, to what Savage we, Beach. What we really should have watched first was Malibu Express, which is the first one, which there are posters of in the background... All over the place. Yeah, and that's the name of the boat. Yeah, it's also that. I love this tagline for Malibu Express. Packing heat from Texas to Malibu Beach. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Boobs everywhere. Boobs all over the place. Torpedo boobs. And if you haven't seen anything from Hard Ticket to Hawaii, go on YouTube. You just type the name in. You'll get compilation clips. You'll get scenes. uh, The scene with the skateboarder and the bazooka. The snake scene and the great ass scene; those are like, those are subtitles to scenes that come up on YouTube, and they've been viewed a billion times. And also fan scenes where they recreate scenes yes. from the movie. This is this movie. I feel it doesn't get enough love because it doesn't get the love like Troll Two and The Room and things like the that. Super hype. Where one. they have these like super cult followings, but they do in a in like a smaller aspect because these movies, a little bit of background on them. Uh, Andy Sedaris was kind of trying to be like the Lloyd Kaufman of the 80s. Well, Lloyd Kaufman was Lloyd Kaufman of the 80s. <laughs> like trying to make movies on the cheap and shove them into video stores because big companies weren't making videos yet. So video stores were new and they needed something to fill the shelves. That's where these movies this came This is where the in. middle movies at Family Video were birthed. Yeah. Now they, I know they, who to blame. They came in in this era where there was no VHS tapes but these companies would make them and make them on the cheap and then just shove them out to video stores and they'd get some sort of recognition. This is and where Thomas Jane's career came to be. What's wrong with Thomas straight Jane? straight to DVD. What's wrong with Thomas Jane? I love Jane? Thomas Jane, I'm just saying. I, I love Thomas Jane. Was... Straight to DVD. This is where Cuba Gooding Jr. and Val Kilmer's career. This is both come. of them, yes. Except for MacGruber. <laughs> Val Kilmer was in MacGruber. Oh my god. Anyway, he yeah. He's uh, D- Dieter von Kampf, he right? He's like, I'm gonna kick some cunt. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again in He that got movie. like super weird fat. He did. Then like, he played Mark Twain. When? He's, he's, I don't he's know doing, if it ever came out, doing, but he like, uh, did like the full makeup and he looked like creepy. That's really he's weird. He's doing a stage show for it. Oh, I thought it was a movie. From Mark Twain? Mm-hmm. Oh god. Alright. Yeah, Val Kilmer is Mark Twain. You know what movie I always really liked Val Kilmer in? Was real genius. Batman. I don't Wait a minute. Anybody remembers real genius? Was that genius. with Mar- Mar- uh, Walter Matthau? No, 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 no. No, that's like that Einstein it's movie. It's like Val Kilmer and he's in high school, or not high school, he's college, and the one 
dickhead reporter guy from Die Hard and Die Hard 2, and he's the bad guy in Biodome. This is very bad references. Yeah. He's in it, and he's like the douchebag professor, and they're like creating a laser. I don't know. It's 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 a funny movie. I What's the weird one where he's it's like blind genius. and Gina Davis is in it? Saint? The Saint, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For Heat. some reason, I used to love that movie. No, Heat is like nine million years long. Val Kilmer's awesome. awesome in Heat, though. He is, Heat is fucking And awesome what about Willow? 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 Okay, that's about the only one I'll give to you. I like Val Kilmer, but Willow, yes. But Heat, I like lost precious time in my life. Heat's great. <laughs> not a man. I'm not a man. I can't. It's just you it's, can't deny the fact that it's a good movie. Well, I was like watching it with a boy. Like my understanding was like we were not watching this movie, and then I was forced to watch like a three hour long action movie that I had no vested interest Robert in. Movie. It's not an action movie. Isn't it? And stuff blows up. Sometimes it's more <laughs> just like a heist movie. I don't know. That's what qualifies as an action movie. It's not really an action movie. Yeah, I guess. Well, well, this week's movie was definitely an action movie. Lots of blowing up and lots boobs. of boobs, lots of guns. You, the, if lots you, of snakes. Yeah. Lots of snakes. Well, not lots. One. Lots snake. of one snake. Lots of lot of snakes. Exploding toilets. Exploding toilets. You get it all. You get it all. With Hard Ticket to Hawaii. What more could you want? Because it's not always paradise. I can't Slot think of anything I'd bazookas. rather want. This ain't no hula. That was a tagline for this. Wow. And pay the price for paradise. It's not always paradise. It's, it's not, not always paradise which, in Hawaii. The whole movie revolves around these two women who, Taryn and Donna, who are part of an agency. They had names? Yes. I Those are super 80s Donna names. Donna and Taryn. I had perky and less perky. <laughs> Old Tor- boobs and young boobs Tor- is mine. Torpedo eight, mega eighties boobs and regular eighties boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's about how much you can categorize them as. Uh, these two agents they stumble upon some diamonds. There's some drugs involved. It's kind of and there's some also subplot with a snake. It's a very loose story. It's a very yeah. loose story. You get a lot of boobs. These girls are always taking their shirts off for whatever what? reasons. That's how they do their best thinking. It is. They do their best thinking. Topless in the jacuzzi. In the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie, it, it, it really just supplies so many things that are involved in B-movies. Like, it's just as every aspect of random filler scenes and this dialogue that is just out of control of where, why, and how it is. Yeah, so it doesn't even make any sense. No, like the one guy, the one girl's tied up and the guy just goes, kinky sex, Better go get the whips and midgets. Yeah. Like, he was supposed to save her at this point. Yeah, he was supposed to save her, and he's just like, yeah, kinky sex. Like, who jokes. just yells kinky sex in the first place? Well, it's then not really, like, like, a proper sentence. Like, just kinky sex. Don't forget about the ninja star out of nowhere. What? Yeah, the ninja oh, star that was thrown. It's <laughs> on the podcast now. <laughs> farts. Yeah, you're going to have to keep that on there. But literally 45 seconds into this movie, not even boob. Yeah. Yeah. Like boob. Naturally. And those, like, I almost didn't even think those were the same two characters for the rest of the movie, but apparently they were. I just thought her boobs were not as torpedoy in that scene. In yeah, the they, first? They, yeah. They, they started out nude. Her and, uh, was it Rock? Oh, yeah. What, there was, what like, the a weird. Was his name? He looked like a caricature well, of a man. Well, there was Rowdy. Rowdy. That well, was there was name. also uh, Jade. No, Rowdy. Rowdy and Rowdy, Jade. Rowdy was one of the beginning with the... Uh... Some of these characters even had last names. Rowdy, Abilene, and Donna Hamilton. But Taryn and Jade were just Taryn and Jade. I, I, th- oh, I thought it was like Rowdy, Skipper. Rowdy Piper. Or Edie Stark. There's a character named Patty Cakes? <laughs> <laughs> Who 
was that? I don't remember was that. Was that the blonde guy who got his fingers cut off with the... Patty cakes? Or maybe that was the uh, fat guy. Point it would make thing. sense if all his fingers were cut off. He'd be called Patty, patty Cakes because he couldn't hey, eat cake. calm down, Pilgrim. He couldn't, yeah. But mainly the a big part of the movie is the, these cops were murdered. These Molokai cops are murdered by this gang who is uh, drug dealers and diamond thieves of some sort. And the agency stumbles upon them and wants to take them down. They're one of their leaders being the character Seth Romero. And we don't know what the agency... No, like, we, what, never, we never... Federal... We, we have no and, idea if it was a government institution. And Taryn likes to point out that she's a civilian. <laughs> yes, Taryn <laughs> is not part of... Well, it plays she, out at the end. She was relocated and given a different name and everything, so she has to play the part of quote-unquote civilian. That's why she plays the joke constantly, that she's just a civilian when she's very terrible at being just a civilian. A civilian. Secret agent. Very, not showing breasts. that she's a... She didn't have the breasts that were the torpedoes. No, but she had the regular perky. ones. The perky ones. Who was the one with the big, weird, like, torpedo ones then? That Donna. was Donna. Donna. The Farrah Fawcett lookalike. Yeah. Weren't they both? And I thought that Taryn was Goldie Hawn for, like, a hot second when she came into the scene. That's oh, who I thought oh, she you was. Oh, when she was showering naked in the Yeah, and she's just like, oh, hey, what's up? With, with her, her tree shower. Yeah, she had the shower like you shower when you get out of a pool. Uh, you know, like, kind of get the stuff off you a little bit. That was the kind of shower she had, but she decided to take her top off instead. Well, you don't which want, is what you, you, you don't do. want sand on those breasts. Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody wants sandy tits, No, you apparently. don't want sandy tits. You can't have that. Oh like, I don't God. want sandy tits. No. That so gets that, everywhere. It gets everywhere. So what's with the... Okay, so then that started with the... They were the agents, but what happened with the snake? When did that come in? Okay, well, they can fly planes well, well, too. Apparently. The, yeah, well, they're agents. They they, can fly they were planes. undercover. They were working for the Molokai Express as a Molokai commu- cargo. Yeah, yeah, Molokai cargo to ship goods between the islands. That was their cover. That was their cover. Yeah. So they had the snake to transport. Well, the snake, and that came in the credit opening credit sequence. Which is very artistically done. <laughs> With boobs. But, well, no, no boobs. No, the opening, no, those were ending credits. The uh, opening credits was, like, stenciled names on the boxes. Oh, yeah, the boxes oh, yes. have, like, the written names I on them. Danger, yeah. live snake. Yeah. <laughs> Contaminated. Oh, yes, because the, the snake was infected with a cancerous cancer. rat that bit it. Because <laughs> that <laughs> makes like complete cancer? fucking sense. It was infected with toxins from cancerous rats. cancerous rats. rats. <laughs> cancerous rats. <laughs> I forgot Which about this. cancer is always contagious. That you gotta rat. look out. That and snake then, is infected. And for some reason, it made the snake just want to murder. Yeah. yeah. Which is a very weird subplot for this movie. I'm so interested to see these other movies, to see what other random subplots are, like, mowing about. Like, maybe in Malibu Express, we get to meet the cancerous rats <laughs> that infect the Hopefully, snake. Hopefully, considering it's the movie before this. This is true. If they take place in the same universe. So what's the Molokai cargo guy's name? I never got his name. Because he was like, the snake's a killer. Yeah. I would say, like, he wants blood. I think his name was Dave. (laughs) I like how the the people, like, with the snake, like, he seemed generally concerned, but not enough to, like, make us believe it. Like, hey, that snake is poisonous. Let me get the uh, CDC on the phone. It has escaped. Yeah. 
Like, I don't this, know. But he'd always be like, this is a matter of life and death. <laughs> and I want pastrami sandwich. <laughs> my, uh, that guy was, uh, he was pretty ridiculous, <coughs> but my favorite character was the character Ashley, who was the the hostess oh. at the restaurant. It was a man. The sexual harasser. And he would sexually harass customers and workers. And his one line was, I'll find you the best seat. On my face. Oh, yeah. I forgot and about he, that and one. he wasn't even the owner of the restaurant. No. Yeah. I don't even know if he was in on the whole agency thing. Like, Edie, uh, the owner of the restaurant, she was in on the agency thing. I feel like he was just hired, but she just didn't give a shit. But she also hired a tranny who was undercover for the bad guys. Oh, my guys. God. I forgot about that tranny. Yeah. That was really weird. So many layers to this movie. Such, so many layers. Such espionage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's... Espionage you're talking about is uh, all over this movie when they keep referencing James Bond. Taryn is super obsessed with James Bond. She's just like, let's pretend this is a when I'm just when I'm bored out of boredom. I just pretend I'm in a James Bond movie. <laughs> like who? What is this? A five year old? And then the one girl's like, which Bond is your favorite? And what does she I'd, say? I'd give them, I'd give them all, them all equal time. Yeah, I'd give them all equal time. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely ridiculous. Except for George Lazenby. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Who's that one? He played James Bond once. One time? No the good. The first time. <laughs> no. Not once. Not good? No. Oh. That's right. not even said. She wouldn't give him probably very much time then, I guess. No. Ryan wouldn't even give him... Not Ryan, equal I'm time? Second. I wouldn't even give him the time of day. No. All right. Well... <laughs> 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 we're gonna do the time of day. Uh, so, there were a few times in this movie where travel was kind of weird, like when they flew to other parts of the island, yeah. and then they were able to walk that same distance. I thought that was a very weird. thing. We're like, just over the hill. Did they and just want? We just flew. Did they just want to show flying? We just flew through this entire montage. Yeah, we could have walked it. Well, it's, the montage was like a commercial for Hawaii, except for the song. It's, it's what was the song? Paradise. Hard ticket to Hawaii. It's like it's a hard ticket to Hawaii. Uh, yeah, it's not always it's paradise. Was <laughs> like I'm okay, this is kind of fucked. <laughs> I don't remember that part. I couldn't remember any other lines. It's not always paradise. I don't remember that. And the poor honeymooners. Oh yeah, they were so unsuspecting. <laughs> yeah, but like, completely unrelated. Those, to yeah, the plot. that was a other, that was like a sub subplot. These honeymooners that they took. To the beach where I thought they were staying at a resort, but really they were staying like, under they a, were tarp. Yeah. a tarp. They were in a lean-to, basically. No, come on. It was a stick with a blue tarp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to call it a lean-to. lean-to. It was a stick with a blue tarp. They earned their badges for that one. And he got attacked by the snake, and they, right before he gets attacked by the snake... He took a Polaroid. He took a Polaroid <laughs> of the snake coming at him, which they find later on, which I thought was fucking great. It just gets right on the trail. The he must have gotten attacked by this toilet it's snake. It's so ridiculous. But even before that, when they after they dropped him off, they are walking because for now they can walk this distance. They just flew. They're walking and they see a, a, a remote control helicopter fly by. And I like the one girl's reaction. She just goes, "What's that?" <laughs> like, well, it's pretty obvious that it's, it's like a, a tiny plane. But they, I, I was really impressed with that remote control helicopter because it landed and the door opened. <laughs> yeah, that was really to cool. Like, when I was a kid, diamonds. I totally want something like that. Like, oh, I'll deliver. 
Uh, I'm gonna borrow a video game from Sozo's house, put it in the little helicopter, fly back over. Not unless you like a, you wouldn't be so thrilled about that helicopter if you like that guy that got decapitated. Don't you remember? Well, I'd be better with that. That's it why that you guy. don't fly helicopters. That's why you don't teach lessons. Yeah. Well, once they take the di- they find diamonds in the helicopter, and once they take them, the <laughs> some of the goons end up coming across them. Shades. There's the blonde-haired guy. Uh, fatty and <laughs> mustache. Mustache was also oh, the yeah. surfer oh. guy. He was like surfer guy, but then he had a pedo mustache, so it was kind of weird. Surfer, yeah. skateboarder. But he had that like surfer hair. Yeah, he was the one who was wearing was like, like, like five fat. layers of camo shirts and like pants. He had the Hawaiian, Hawaiian pants. pants. Well, weird. yeah, the, him and the Samoan, the uh, mustachioed guy, had the Hawaiian pants and the solid colored shirt. While the Simone guy had the Hawaiian shirt and the solid-colored <laughs> pants. And they're a perfect couple. When they come across them, instantly the girls, like, go into attack mode. The one girl pulls out a ninja star, chucks it at the fat guy. The other girl has nunchucks. nunchucks. And she just whips him at the guy's head. And it's like the the, like the editing is so hilarious when he just gets clonked in the head. It's just like, st- it's just like a sh- cut of him standing there and then all of a sudden he has a ninja star. And, and his, or no, the other guy has like nunchucks bopping off his face. Well, well the entire movie, the, the nunchucks were a reoccurring theme. Yes. Yeah, but nobody definitely. used them as nunchucks. No, nobody all they did properly. was throw them at people. <laughs> throw them in his face! Yeah. And, the and then the after nunchuck. they use the weapons like that, they're just like, let's run! <laughs> well, they're part of this agency. They run to their plane, they get in, they land on a golf course, and then it immediately cuts to them cruising through a parking lot yeah. in this plane. Like, what the fuck just happened? And for a movie like this, you'd expect some even like rougher cuts, but that was probably the roughest out of them all. Yeah. It almost reminds me of... Uh, on Mystery Science Theater one time, they watched a movie called... Girl in the Golden Boots. It's one of my favorite episodes of Mystery Science Theater. But they're at this dinner table, and the characters in the movie, they're just at this dinner table, and all of a sudden it just cuts to them in a dune buggy, like, driving by the camera, and they're like, oh, they're throwing us violently into the next scene. <laughs> like, anytime there's always bad cuts in a movie, I always think of that. Like, there's and, no, like, segue. And even before that, they're all sitting at this in this booth, and it's like, the two of the main characters, and then all of a sudden the third one just pops in. <laughs> like, it's like they hit the same shot, this is like the camera setup, and they just added that guy. Get in here. Yeah, and he just boop, and he just pops in, like, I'm back. Get in like, that shot. Yeah. It's just, sometimes it's just, what were you thinking when you were editing this? Like, I guess this is all the footage we have. This is what we have to do. <laughs> Shove that guy in there. Yeah, we, we can't do anything else. Abra an intern. Abracadabra his shit. ass in there. <laughs> Oh my god. He's an unpaid intern. Don't shoot. And I also like the TV producer guy who was barely in the movie, but he had quite a few good lines. There was another subplot with the Jimmy John Jackson, who was a. The sportscaster. Sportscaster, but then his boss, who was like the. The Jewish. The New Jewish York New York TV, TV producer. producer, but he was like. He was like, oh, I'll have one. And he looks at the girl's boobs, he's like, pair of coffee. <laughs> I didn't remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Just whoopsie just, daisy. Just so ridiculous. And every excuse to take off shirts. Um, investigating the diamonds in the jacuzzi naked together. That's what women agents I do. I like the innocuous, like, lesbian stuff. Yeah. Like, I do my best thinking in the hot tub. And we're now we're just shirtless talking. And then I was like, they'd get, like, too close, like... 
My Fur nipples are touching you. Yeah, they just get, like, super close to talk, and then, you like, if I were a man, I'd be like, oh, something's going to happen here, maybe. And then I was just like, no. Nah. And they were always wearing no bras and, like, shirts that were basically... Yeah, and they were, like, like, ripped off, and, like, <laughs> their pajamas were very, like, if you just flicked, like, There's part of her shirt, you would see boob. Side boob than Lindsay Lohan in those shirts, yeah. like, that they had to their agent shirts. Yeah, their uh, Maybe Lindsay outfits. Lohan and Miley Cyrus can be in the remake of uh, Heart oh, to Get Oh, yeah. God. But know, their boobs be... aren't big enough to well, be Well, torpedo this. boobs would be Lindsay Lohan, and then the regular one would be Miley Cyrus. The, the sad thing is, I'd enough. still watch it. Lindsay Lohan has big boobs. No, she doesn't. She doesn't, she doesn't like, have like pointing out, like jutting no, out into she the has, future like, boobs. Small, like anorexic, like jutting out in boobs. the future boobs. Yeah, she used to have big boobs, but now she has like small anorexic, like crackhead boobs. <laughs> not, that, not, not that I've seen her. Miley Cyrus's new, or well, Lindsay Lohan's new crackhead boobs. <laughs> I can just see you googling this. Like, what do they look like now? Yeah, I always check up every month to see Not what boobs big enough like. for hard ticket to No, I, I, I still like jutting out into the future boobs. Well, that's what they were like. Like the nuclear warhead. That's what it was like for the 80s boobs. Are you going to make it through this podcast? <laughs> Alright, well, that's my answer. That's your answer. Is yeah. Ryan going to make it through this podcast? Yeah. We have no idea. Who, who said the quote? That was uh, four inches from the ground up. Was oh. that one of the girls talking about one of the yeah. other guys' penises? That was one of the girls. Yeah. yeah. Like, was, yeah that? was that Edie? He's four inches from the ground up. Yeah, that was totally oh. a wood dick joke. Oh, really? Well, yeah. what about that one random girl at the restaurant in the dressing room where the tranny was, like, ch- changing back into a man? Yeah. And then just she was just, like, randomly off. naked, and she was, like, saying... You have such an amazing body. You really should work out and accentuate your curves. Yeah. And she's just standing there with staring no Staring at her. Well, the other, like, trainee girl was just standing there staring, like... The other yeah. trainee girl. The only one. The, only one the, trainee girl. The other girl who happened to be a trainee, I guess I should say. You mean Michael? Michelle slash Michael. Michelle. Yeah. yeah. His, his, his uh, actual name? Michael Andrews. Did they ever get clear why, like, why did he have to be a woman? I mean, so espionage, I get it. Job. Because <laughs> nobody hires male bartenders. Yeah, like, what? Not in the 80s, not in 80s in Hawaii. <laughs> Molokai isn't about that shit. Oh, my God. That was what I kind of didn't understand. I was like, why did he have to be in drag? Like, he's not in drag. And he takes it off and he's not uh, in there anymore. Probably, I'd say, award for worst actor would go to the, one of the thugs who attacked Donna and Taryn. When they had the masks oh, on, it yeah. was the butch woman, muscly woman, and then that guy who barely moved his mouth when he talked. Yeah. <laughs> he, and then I loved when he fell down. He tripped as they were running out of the house. Uh, and he goes, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on, I'm okay. But like, I think I feel like that didn't, wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Like, he just fell down. I'm alright, guys. I, I'm okay. <laughs> and then Seth Romero, who's like their leader, he's out there shooting at this snake... Because that's a good idea. Like, just, like, just shoot at the snake with a gun. Well, then he gets shot in the face, and he miraculously yes. is fine. The man is shot in the face. He's shot with a harpoon through the shoulder. Oh, He's yeah. stabbed with a knife, and finally <laughs> dies by snake bite. Snake. <laughs> oh my god! It took so much to take this guy down. It was just unbelievable, and. What was with the random scene with Jimmy John Jackson and he's talking about those pills? What? They were his vitamins, remember? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was telling them about all of his vitamins and what they do. Yeah, it was like a weirdly, like, unnecessarily long scene about his vitamins. And, like, that was not necessary. And then the guy goes, after he's done talking about all the pills, he goes... Man, I sure do love soul food. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was another guy. Sunday. That was another guy. Yeah, but yeah. that was in the same scene. He's yeah. the guy, Jimmy John yeah, Jackson. Yeah, he's telling him, the other guy about like his vitamins, and the other guy's like, yeah, the guy, the other guy says like absolutely nothing the entire time, and then he's just like, with there's two guys, and then he looks at the the other one, and he's like, yeah, man, I love soul food. Like, he's not really he was, yeah, sure do love soul food. <laughs> he's, like, drinking a milkshake. Like, what? He's not even eating food. What is it? We're not soul food. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Just... <sighs> I'm sure glad I don't have to take vitamins. And then, is it <laughs> Ashley that says it, or is it the fat TV producer who says, uh, if you... If you go down on her, you'll be kissing the back of my head. Ashley. Go down on her, you'll be kissing the back of my head because I'll be there first. Because then we learn about Taryn and Jimmy John Jackson had this past, and then they have that like Taryn and Jimmy sex montage. Oh yeah, it's like, he's like grunting day, painfully. It's like day when they meet, but then night, and then day again, and then night. <laughs> it's like they spent five days together on the beach. Oh just yeah, banging, just banging so much. <laughs> nipple to nipple. Yeah. Nipple to ni- lots of nipple to nipple. Nipple to sand. That reminds me of the in Roadhouse. There's the guy that goes up to the one girl and he goes, "How about me and you go nipple to nipple?" Sam Elliott. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sam Elliott says that. No, not Sam Elliott's character. Some <laughs> random character in the movie. He was right. Sam Elliott's in Roadhouse. I've never seen Roadhouse. It's a very ridiculous. Crazy movie. Swayze. A man Swayze, Swayze rips a man's throat out. I have heard throat of that. Rips. I've heard that, that guy had a faggy cross earring though, so he had a cover. He did, and he also told Patrick Swayze right before his throat got ripped out, he told Patrick Swayze, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Oh well there you I go. I think it's not something you probably should tell somebody while you're kicking their ass. Fatality. That's like, it. You don't want to you want you don't you don't want that information out there. Shameality. Yeah. Shameality. <laughs> 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 but some of the more infamous scenes in Hard Ticket to Hawaii, are, one of them, it's all over YouTube. It's all over countdowns of best, worst scenes, blah, 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 is the scene where this guy's on a skateboard on his hands. <laughs> He's going down the road. The two male agents are driving past him. They say this guy has been smoking some heavy doobies. <laughs> and there's a line in the movie. The guy, oh, he's smoking some heavy doobies, passes him. The guy on the skateboard, on his hands the entire time, very impressive, goes to the fat guy in the car who, I don't know how they didn't see that guy on the side of the road. Yeah, right? And he has a blow-up doll in his car. They <laughs> drive past the agent, stop ahead. He gets out with a blow-up doll, shotgun in hand, skateboards down the road. Blow-up doll I'm a, is out as I... Unnecessary, cover. but it's cover for the shotgun. He shoots at the car. It kind of hits the wheelish, but it, like... Part of it, because shotgun spread, I guess, so it's understandable. The one guy gets shot, and he's, like, holding his arm, like, really, like, weird. Like, it's hard to describe over, like, podcast, but it's, like, I don't know. He's just, yeah, like, he's like got his... folded over, yeah, weird. Yeah, folded over, and he's, like, holding T-Rex it. position. Yeah, and he's got, like, and he's, like, I'll be okay. He's, like... <sighs> and then they stop. <laughs> they reverse. They hit 
the guy on the skateboard as he's doing like 360 spins for whatever reason. <laughs> so many doobies. And he gets hit. He goes flying up in the air. They grab their four rocket rocket launcher, oh, blow yeah. this guy up, and then the blow up doll's in the air. They pan over and blow up the blow up doll. <laughs> for what Where's reason? The rocket. Yeah. For what reasons? I. That's what you get if you're driving around smoking dubs in Hawaii with a blow up doll. And not even driving, just doing your skateboard. What? What? <laughs> what happened? I was reading something and listening to you at the same time, and that's what happened. Remember the hang glider part, too, where oh, she's yeah. supposed to be, like, stealthily coming onto the beach? On a bright yellow I, I hang glider? Yeah. hang glider part one. And it was like a bright, bright yellow hang glider, and she's just like slowly descending behind. Oh yeah, like these agents on the beach. I really liked the, her uh, the hang glider. I kind of wanted one of those bright yellow, not um, spy like at all. No, their whole entrance at the end to the bad guy's house and was let's have her fly by and throw grenades to cause <laughs> distraction. Like, shouldn't you want to sneak up on these people and then murder yeah, them? Right. Like, no, let's just drive up in a car Slowly shooting our guns. Slowly glide and, in. Yeah. If only it was as epic as the uh, hang glider scene in Escape from L.A. No scene is, is an epic as that. he flies around for a good ten minutes. Yeah, or the sewer scene where he surfs on the waves. Yeah, Peter Fonda. Yeah. That's how it happens. Peter Fonda can surf, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. There's also that football scene that I wanted to mention before. It's the Jimmy John Jackson interview scene where he's interviewing those two football players. And he goes, and the one football player goes, nigga going deep. And he's just going to drop it. And then the other guy goes, motherfucker goes deep. <laughs> like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, one, why was an interview ever a part of this yeah. movie? Why were there jobs on the line? Why did we need to know that? Who knows? But these two drunk black guys are just like, There's motherfucker goes versions. deep. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just so... And they just get like... And then, before the stakeout on the beach and stuff like that, they just start getting drunk. <laughs> like mm -hmm. all the agents they start getting drunk whatever Donna and Rowdy bang for like who knows how long that was the painful groaning right that was where like I yeah. couldn't tell what was happening because it sounded like it appeared as if all for all intents and purposes that she was like yeah there was something sexual like, like an act and he was like ah and he goes Donna you're the greatest <laughs> it sounded like a razor blade hand job yeah it sounded painful and then that's when he says one man's dream is another man's lunch <laughs> like there wasn't even lunch time it was night time I didn't understand that there were quite a few other montages in between there was the woman the muscly woman training montage there was another gun montage where they got all their guns together for the uh, the raid. But another uh, infamous scene in this movie, other than the snake one, which we'll get to in a few minutes, which was, I, I've seen this movie before, and it was I forgot all about it, and it was mind-blowing, was the frisbee scene where <laughs> Rowdy runs up on the beach next to this girl who's always throwing with the sunglassed... Like, super reflective uh, 80s yeah. sunglasses. Sunglasses Doesn't goon. Doesn't seem to mind that he has, like, a machine gun hanging from yeah, him. Yeah, super normal. Well, he has a towel with rocks on it to hold it down, especially for his gun. You and want to get sand she in it. is 
playing frisbee with him or throwing, because they keep saying they're throwers. And the guy runs up, and she's like, oh, he's a thrower like us. It's cool. <laughs> and he goes, get out of here. And she he shows him his gun. And she's like, oh. He throws a fierce frisbee like, fetch. Yeah, she, like, he definitely, like, fetches it. Like, go get it. She runs off. One of the only women in the movie to not show her boobs. Unfortunately. She runs off. And as she's running off, he goes, hey, Colleen. Yeah, Colleen. Yeah. He says Colleen. Whether yeah. Whether the name's Colleen or no, not. No, he says Colleen. He says Colleen. Yeah. You got a great ass. And she goes... You too, Pilgrim. You too, Pilgrim. Like, with a super straight face, too. And then, like he Pilgrim, proceeds to keep normal. playing frisbee or throwing with the shaded goon gentleman. And he's like, oh, I bet you can't handle this. And then, Rowdy gets out a frisbee that he's made with razor blades all over it. <laughs> and goes, this one's for the Molokai cops. Which, you forgot about by this point, that those yeah. cops even died. Yeah, right. Right. Or anybody cared the about them. And he throws a frisbee, and how could you not see a frisbee being thrown with razor blades all over it? Yeah. If, it's, if it's going that fast, because they're that good of throwers. It cuts the guy's fingers off and proceeds to go into his yeah, neck. Yeah, like his jugular and, and slices his neck. Wait, 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 wait. There's the fist pump. Oh, oh yes. yeah. And yeah, he, after he kills him, he does like a... Yeah, so, like a Tebow almost. It was sort like of. A it was Tebow-esque, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah. And then, that's when they finally get into the grounds. The hang glider happens. The grenade dropping. The long-haired guy, Jade, which you did not like his hair. It was disgusting. Yeah, what's he gross. is fighting He was another, like a hemorrhoid with hair on it. He's fighting another <laughs> gentleman at one point, and as he's fighting them, he gets knocked down and yells, My beads! <laughs> <laughs> yes! I forgot. Somebody broke his bracelet. <laughs> I forgot about that. He just broke his My beads! Yeah, my beads! Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, just such just a ridiculous thing. And then they they kill everybody. They blow up the helicopter with Muscly Girl and other people in it. They win. It's like they won. They stole the van. They win. But then they forget about Seth. Like, how do they forget about the main guy the, they're yeah, going the, after? The master behind this entire scheme. Yeah, and then Seth ends up attacking Donna, gets stabbed multiple times... I don't know how this guy's surviving. Harpooned. He's so bloody. But then Donna's like, she cut her hand trying to grab the knife at one point. Which, who grabs a knife by the blade? Yes. Got it. <laughs> Huge Terrible mistake. Idea. Huge mistake. She's sitting by the toilet with a tissue in her hand, like wiping the blood off, puts it in the toilet, flushes it, and the most insane thing ever happens because. While all this is happening, you keep seeing little bits of this snake moving around. At one point, the snake goes into the sewer. That's the last you see of the snake. She flushes the fucking toilet, and it lights up. And fog comes the fog, out. The fog, yeah. Fog comes out. It's like a fucking 80s music video up. in that toilet. <laughs> the snake <laughs> protrudes out of the toilet. Like Ryan said, this, the toilet blows up like it breaks in a million pieces. She freaks out. Seth is still alive. He gets attacked. The snake she starts him. shooting yeah. at the snake. It just like nicks a couple teeth, or fangs Fangies. off the <laughs> off the snake. Guns aren't stopping this cancerous snake. 
But then Rowdy busts in on his dirt bike, rocket launcher in hand, oh my God. blows the snake's head up, and utters the greatest line ever, just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, did they really need to, like... Just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. Did they really need to rip off Jaws right there? Like, was this necessary whatsoever? That snake subplot was really ingrained in the movie. We invested a lot of time in the snake. This movie was more necessary than Jaws. (laughs) It should have made more money than Jaws. (laughs) I would watch this movie... Well, I don't know. And the snake, like, when it came out of the toilet, too, wasn't, like, slithery. No, it was, was, like, like, standing straight up. Like, and then like the whole time, like Loch Ness monsters. That's yeah. all the old people flushing their ED jerks on the toilet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The snake in the toilets from the erectile dysfunction drugs? Well, and that's why it was so stiff. Oh, <laughs> I see. He said he racked. You get it? <laughs> I got it. Wow. <laughs> Corey liked it. <laughs> I did. I really liked it. Oh, and God. then. But the whole time, we're forgetting about one character throughout the whole movie. We've only met him a couple times. Mm-hmm. The old man, <coughs> Chang, Chang. Oh. who is a yeah. British and what was his other Japanese Japanese, Japanese <laughs> gentleman? Although he looked all British, <laughs> all the time. He had yeah. a very uh, interesting looking bodyguard who I thought was going to do more in the movie. And he <laughs> also had a fancy phone. That automatically meant it was evil. Oh yeah, he did have a really fancy phone. It was. It had to be gold and ivory. Yeah, I forgot about his uber fancy phone. Yeah, I don't remember this. That, that signals that he is an evil mastermind. He is. So the only like Japanese reference to him whatsoever is that he was taking like the big swords and was. Yeah, like, he had the katana rack yeah, behind the him. Yeah, they go like you forgot about this guy. They pull up in this limo. Donna and Rowdy go upstairs and go to take this guy on, and he goes to throw the sword, and they just shoot him out the window, and then there's a dummy just falling, flailing <laughs> around in the wind. Well, the last time we saw that character was when he was, like, flying the fake helicopter, the yeah. remote control helicopter. That was, like, the only time. No, he's just a dummy flying through the wind. Well, he tried to throw a katana and got blasted with the At this point, they're all, all the agents are together... And then including Jimmy John Jackson, who all of a sudden just sees a man fly down out of this building. These well, two people he, just went to. He's so like, what the fuck's going on? Like, who are these he people? Was, I'm he with? was apparently dating that Terry yeah. girl. The but entire he didn't know movie. she was a a agent. secret agent. Wait, 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 a civilian yeah. secret agent. Well, at the end, they all get on the boat, Malibu Express, with T Pain. With T Pain, wait, what? Boat. I'm on a boat. Yeah, yeah they're on a boat with T Pain. T Pain. They were all on a boat. Uh, and it was a big. She mentions right? that she can keep all the diamonds because she's just a civilian. And mm-hmm. that the agents have some sort of like ethical code that they have to follow, where they have. Well, to she can the share the wealth with her friends. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, and then. That just goes in the boob credits. Yeah. Boob credits for yeah. sure. If you Lots ever want to see a movie. The end credits is just full of boobs. every scene where they showed boobs. That's true, I in forgot. Case, in case you didn't want to watch the movie and you just wanted to see the boobs, just watch the end credits. 
I think at one point last night when we were watching, or the other night when we were watching the movie, Ryan said an eighth grader could have written, like a group of eighth grade boys probably mm-hmm. wrote this movie. With boners. Yeah. 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 Boners galore. That, it did. <laughs> boners galore. It did, like, a lot of the dialogue was like, yeah, that's like super 12-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. The boobs. How old is that? Who? How old is the Andy Sedaris? How old is he? Was he? At the time? <laughs> yeah, was he like 12? Well, was he 12 years old? <laughs> he was born in 1931. Well, oh. Jesus Christ. He oh, died no. March 7, 2007, at the mm. age of 76. So he was like an old. Yeah. He was, was, old a, he was born in the 50s. He was born... He was born in Chicago. Oh. Really? Chicago... Born Andy Sedaris. Oh, jeez. All right. We have a claim to fame. I was going to say, yeah, whoops. He was a football whoops. choreographer on MASH. What? The MASH, the, the movie. MASH is not a movie. It was a TV series. It was a it? movie first. They it was made a, a TV series. Oh. And he was a director of one episode of Kojak. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he had an impressive career. He did. He had a very impressive career. What's the other one? Midnight Express? Malibu Express? Oh, whoops. Midnight Express? <laughs> Isn't it like a Christmas movie or something? <laughs> that's, that's Polar, that's Polar Express. Tobacco Company? I don't Midnight know. Express? I think it was like a tag, WWE tag team. Back <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have different reference points, obviously. But I don't know. We should watch that one. Sybil Danning was the one of the chicks in the movie, and she was a... Uh, Austrian, and she was in uh, Penthouse. Both these women were in Penthouse. Oh, that makes sense. That's why they were so comfortable showing their showing tattoos. Their Sybil Danning, though, it seems like the name sounds really familiar. She must be in a lot of B movies. She was in Grindhouse in the fake trailer for Werewolf Woman of the SS. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so they clearly, she's a B movie like yeah. queen here, yeah. so they threw her in that. Yeah. Lots of B-movies in the Sybil Danning era. Chained Heat, she's in some, uh... That's like one of those girls in prison movies. Yeah. There's like a billion of those from like the women 70s. Women in Trouble. Those exploitation movies, Women in Prison. Mm-hmm. Caged Heat, Women in Heat, Women in Cages, <laughs> ca- Chained Heat. Like, there's so many of them, Chained and they're all cage women so in heat. unbelievably bad. <laughs> Yeah, they're all so bad. Uh, we watched one of them a while back. Me and Cody did. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Caged Heat. It was pretty hilarious, though. Yeah, there's just way too many of those women in prison movies. Like, oh, that's a genre of exploitation right? movies. One movie we haven't covered ever. I don't know if we've ever done any black exploitation movies on here, but we will have to at some point. One of my favorites is a Fred Williamson one. He's like. The king of black exploitation. He was in Black Caesar, Hell Up in Harlem. Uh, he's in, uh, more notably, uh, From Dust Till Dawn. He's mm. like the black biker guy. But he's in one that he wrote and directed a lot of these movies. But he's in one called Boss Nigger. Mm-hmm. And he called it that because he figured people would go see the movie if it had that in the title. Just call it out. Yeah, Just but it's about say. a black sheriff that comes to this town and like straightens things out. And, like, it's just, it's one of my favorites. It's just so good. It's just a ridiculous black exploitation movie. Exploitation movies are weird. Is it as good as uh, Sweet, Sweet Max, Badass Song? Oh, yeah, that badass movie. I've never seen that. Well, whatever, no. then. Forget it. 
It was, it was one of the first exploitation movies to have full-on penetration. Really? Yeah. Well, f- there's a lot of weird categories of exploitation movies. Bruce-ploitation? What the fuck What's is that? that? Bruce-ploitation? It's like, oh, I had one, a couple of these movies. It's movies where they portray it as Bruce Lee, but it's not Bruce Lee. Uh, it's like uh, Bruce Lee L.I., like, that's the actor's name. <laughs> yeah, I had one called Bruce Lee Back from the Grave. I don't know what happened to it. It was, like, from the dollar store. Like the but it was, it was, I didn't even know there was a category, but there's a lot of them. Bruce-ploitations. There's Mockbusters, Nazi exploitation. Mockbusters. I like nunsploitation. Oh, yeah. Outlaw Biker. There's a ton of those. And I also love how there's Rape and Revenge. There's a lot of those, too. And I spit on your grave. Yeah. yeah, spit on your grave is probably, and then the last house on the left. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, that's definitely a rape and revenge. Uh, one and splatter. There were a lot of those weird splatter movies. They were just like torture porn, gore, weirdness. Kind of brought back with like Saw and Hostel and stuff yeah. like that. That would always be my favorite when I worked at Family Video. Is like parents coming in and asking me not like if a movie was violent. Or if it had, like, violent acts against women. Is there a nipple women. in it? Yeah, like, if there was sex. Even if it was, like, love scenes or anything. Like, is there sex in this? Like, no, someone gets decapitated and, like, their heart beating out of their chest, ripped out, and, like, eaten. Is that okay with you to show your eight-year-old? We is this, is this a sexploitation movie? <laughs> we should have a Herschel Gordon-Lewis fest. What movie has he done? Like, Blood Feast. All right. And a bunch of other terrible B-movies. Like, uh, I think I've seen Blood Feast. There's one called Bucket of Blood that he did. <laughs> I feel like that's like the book. same person did all those. Regardless, uh, I, I, Heart Tick to Hawaii is hilarious. I, yeah, I enjoyed funny. it. Especially if we watch it as a group, I think it's funnier that way. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do some more of these Andy Sedaris movies down the line because they are, they're hilarious. Yeah, even if it's like bad, they're, it was still so really bad, funny. Yeah. It, yeah. It was definitely, like, a, a good note for a B-movie where there, it was, like, not trying too yeah. hard, but it was really and, funny. And they're, they're that era, too, like we were saying, the video store, but also, growing up, I probably saw a lot of these movies on USA Up All Night. Yeah. Uh, USA Network, early days of it, they didn't show much. They had a few shows. Silk Stockings was one of them. Oh, my God. Uh, so was Pacific Blue. That was one that would always come on Silk after wrestling. Stockings. And Silk Stockings was also another one. What? After wrestling. Yeah, it would come on after wrestling. Pacific that's, Blue. That's Silk when you like had to masturbate. Yeah, yeah, after wrestling. Honestly, like I used to watch Silk Stockings, and I'd be like, what is this? I'm like, well, this is about sex. <laughs> like, I was a yeah. 12-year-old boy when I was growing up. It was really bad. <laughs> But, yeah. like, Red Shoe Diaries was, like, not... But Silk Stockings was more, like... Red Shoe Diaries. In that vein. Yeah. My cousin... But they would always... But USA would always have on the weekends, and I would always stay up late on the weekends and watch USA Up All Night, and they would show... They obviously edited, but they would show these movies. These yeah. Trauma... That's how I was introduced to every trauma movie, Toxic Avenger, and stuff like that. And a lot of these B movies we watch. I'm sure we're all on USA Up all night Mm -hmm. back in the early early to mid '90s. I always always wish they would bring something like that back. I don't know. I always thought it was entertaining when I was younger to watch these movies. You're not supposed to be watching, but they're edited, so it's like it's nobody gives a shit. It's acceptable. They're toned down and. But it's like, oh, because they would have it like up all night. And yeah. It's like, it's like, more, maybe more boobs. Yeah, but you weren't getting <laughs> boobs because it was USA. Yeah, and, not going to happen. They used to do Monster Vision on TNT with Joe Bob Briggs, and they mm. would show some B-movies, too, and I was in... Joe jo- Bob? Joe Bob Briggs. It was like a fake... It was a character. Oh. Uh, he would 
present horror movies and like sci-fi stuff and he like Sven he like, oh, he like camped out in front of like a trailer but he he was legitimately hilarious and it was on TNT and it was yeah, TNT Monster Vision I think it was actually started by Penn and Teller well not they didn't start it but they were the first people to host it mm-hmm. and then it transitioned into Joe Bob Briggs I always watch the shit out of that on the weekends. Yeah, I was a cool kid. <laughs> Sitting at home watching TNT Monster Vision all <laughs> weekend. What used to be on, um, was it on, what were you saying, USA, was it? Yeah, USA Up All Night. Was it Duckman used to be on that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I used to watch on USA yeah. Up All Night, was Duckman, with the grandma that farted in her wheelchair or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all just checking. Yeah. Just checking. Jason Alexander, he was Duckman. Yep. Yep. All right. I, I love Duckman. I always thought that was a really funny show. <laughs> yeah. Even though I didn't get a lot of the humor when I was younger, I still thought it was hilarious. The grandma farting was like all I needed, and that's all I watched it for. USA had some weird original programming back then until until they under, then they were like, oh, characters are welcome, so now we're just going to have all yeah, these whatever. crazy procedurals. <laughs> but they had some really interesting shows back in the day. But regardless, Hard to Get to Hawaii, go find it on YouTube or buy the DVD collection for $5. You get 12 movies. Why not? $5. It comes in very shittily made cases. <laughs> yeah. Don't but, even try finding it on BitTorrent. It's impossible. Yeah, it's the... They should be, though, because they're, they're great. I, mean, I haven't seen all... On, I literally bought that pack a long time ago. First time I've watched anything from it was when we watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So I, I would like to watch the other, the other films... But uh, this is—it's—it's it's been one year doing me movie breakdown. I enjoy it. It's been some changes recently in the uh, the cast of characters here, but it's uh, been a change for the better. It's fun. More people, I think, makes it more fun. It was always fun doing it with Dan, but it's always—we always had a better time when we would have guests and people on. And I think it's always—it's always more enjoyable when you get multiple people's aspects of, um, of a different people movie. remember different things. Terrible yeah. movie, yeah. It's—it's it's a little bit more fun that way. And we all interpret it differently. But over the year, some movies to just real quick go back on. Go check out Troll 2, obviously. That's like the, the culmination of all bad movies. And uh, Mac and Me is one I've I, seen. I, Mac and Me. I, she watched it with I me. I watched it. It was it's good. It's hilarious. It's like a McDonald's commercial, but it's really good. What's it? Oh, wait. What's it's an alien. It's like an E.T. ripoff. I think I remember this. Yeah, and it's weird as fuck. They kill so many There's people. There's like a dance party at McDonald's. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's actually not a dance party. It's a choreographed dance. They pull in up the to the McDonald's rooms. and people are already dancing in the parking lot. Mm, yeah. Like, the McDonald's is the this fucking place really familiar. to be. I'll have to revisit it. Yeah. We, we'll have to revisit There's it. I would revisit it on scene. this podcast in it. The wheelchair scene is one of the greatest things ever. Also, the two wheelchair scenes, the cliff one and then the yeah. explosion one True. are too much to handle. <laughs> the ending is like... Whoa! Like the ending. Remember how I couldn't stop laughing? We were watching at the ending. I just. Yeah, where they yeah. like let him the quay and then they like blows that bubble and it's like we'll be back. Like yeah. what? <laughs> and it was good to see it to understand it. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> but another one that I I really want people to remember to go back and watch. It's, it's it has to still be on Netflix, and if it's not, Steel Justice. It's a movie that is no DVD release ever. It's just it's into obscurity. The bad guy from Karate Kid is the star, and it's fucking awesome. And I really wish I could. Cobra Kai. Yeah, that guy, the leader of the Cobra Kai. It's just go watch Steel Justice. It's it's just like these movies. It's fucking ridiculous and crazy, and I loved every second of it. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's been one year. Hard ticket to Hawaii. Next week we are doing a fan submitted request for a movie. <laughs> 1994 Canadian film 
the paper boy. I'm sorry. What are you I, sorry about? Seemed, <laughs> Why sorry? It seems like a Canadian thing to say. Oh, so you're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm your friend guy. I'm not your guy, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 1984, the paper boy, a paper boy murders an old lady only to lure her family from the city out to the country. As each day passes, the paper boy tries to make friends with the family. Once the family sees he, what a sicko he is, <laughs> they banish him from their lives. Then the terror begins. It's like a reverse They found out he was a Canucks fan. Yeah. <laughs> the tagline, he's the bad news. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh God. Yeah. Lots of uh, kid, kid screaming. We've done some kid murder Stay movies. Stay away from my family. Get my family. Oh, yeah. Lots of that in the trailer. I remember um, this movie from when I was little on the these, voice. These killer kid movies are always hilarious. Yeah. Bloody Birthday is one we did in the pit. And uh, I, the good... Son, that's one of the good son, yeah. camp. I guess that's kind of murdering kids, murdering teens. The bad. We don't want to ruin like, Slipboy Camp for those who haven't seen it. The though, bad seed was like obviously <laughs> the OG, but yeah, this that one wasn't campy or anything. That one was just like legitimately weird and yeah, creepy. There's so many of these like murdering kid movies, and like the they kind of had a small resurgence not long ago with like Orphan and. Stuff like that. That they, movie was they, weird. They tried to make a few more of those recently, like Killer Kid. I think. What was the other one with the like, kid, like who was a, a Nazi, like weird, like her brother and her were. Oh God. I think it was called was Mind it? Kampf. No. It was, <laughs> no, it was like a disgust. It was like a horrible horror movie, and it was like the older the sister. The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. And the dead brother, and I was like, her brother was some kind of weird Nazi, like reincarnation. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Regardless, Paperboy 1994, find it on YouTube or something else, your own means. We were sent this movie to us from a uh, fan submitted. uh, Brian sent this to us, so... Thank you, Brian. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Yeah, thank you, maybe. He told (laughs) us to to make sure we count how many times this kid says sorry. Sorry. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry! I'm I'm sorry! You know, there's like just all these ridiculous lines this kid's gonna have to say, especially his screeching, ridiculous voice. Yeah, he has voice. a hideous voice. And I remember stars... this movie from oh. Baywatch. Yeah, Alexandra Paul. I keep thinking it's the other chick from Baywatch Nights Mm-mm. who is on that Rizzoli and Isle show. This was like that pig nose, like OG Baywatch, like super skinny, like something malnourished looking one. Yeah, this one. Brown hair. I always think it's Angie Harmon. Oh. Angie Harmon's on Baywatch Nights. Yeah. And Alexandra Paul. Was, yeah, the weird looking one. Yep. Yeah, she had like a short hair. Yep. On the, I remember watching Baywatch as a kid and always being like, she, no. I don't she had like a Crypt Keeper vibe. Well, yeah, because she's like, I don't know, everyone else has like big boobs and like, she's like skinny. Yeah, she's like skinny. Super yeah. hot and then you're like this girl and when you're like a 10 year old boy, you're like, Ew. She was Ew. like Mitch's right hand man, kind of wasn't she? Yeah. yeah. She's more like a neutral, not like a super lady. Yeah. She's like your mom kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, Ugh. I, I can always think Angie Harmon just because of Baywatch Nights, <clears throat> and Angie Harmon is not, and she's just terrible. In <laughs> I don't know how she still has a career and is on some sort of hit TNT show because. Rizzoli yeah. and Isles. I really hope her acting has improved My since the Baywatch Nights days. So. Yes, next week, Paperboy, check it out. It looks absolutely hilarious and horrible and awesome. So for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. Ryan. Kaylee. We'll see you next week. It's the best of the worst. 